Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cardinals lose to the Angels 11-7 to today. Uh, believe it or not, it was 11-2 to at one point. So, hey, a little bit of a comeback there. That's, Anthony, that's good. get that snarkiness out of your voice. Okay, they got swept again. Back-to-back series. It's not great. Let's talk to Chris Kerber right now, voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, you're a big Cardinals fan. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead and break it down for us? What What is going on with this Cardinals team? Well, I think you've got a first baseman, you've got a third baseman, and you've got a catcher. And uh, just take the pitching aside. Tell me what other regular position player is there. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, if, if you, like we said, okay, who's playing? You guys do your lineup game every single day. Right? Okay, who's playing second base? Is it going to be Edmund? Or is it going to be Carlson? Who's going to be second base? And I go back to just a few short years ago of saying, how are we better today than Colton Long playing at second base? You know, and and go back to that decision to just let him walk rather than uh, rather than re-sign him and what that would mean from an offensive standpoint and, and whatever. And I just I, I just think that you've got you, you know, to me you've got you've got a couple of set guys in, in Goldschmidt, Arenado, and and Contreras, and then you've got a bunch of guys that are continuing to to try out for positions. And a manager that has too many options for that. So I, it, look, there's still time for them to dig themselves out of this, but they've, they've got to settle into a team game at some point in time here before it gets too late. Curbs, if we're gonna if we're gonna jump to the broadcasting side of this, okay? It, it, because I'm in. It, well, <laughs> we come in here, and when when the Blues don't play well or they're in a losing streak, it, it's okay radio for a couple of days after that. It, it's difficult, right? You don't like to really be negative all the time. We're there now with the Cardinals again. But from a broadcasting standpoint, when you're on the games, and although there's no emotion necessarily tied to it, though, there still is a certain skill set involved in broadcasting the game through some frustration, I imagine. Well, well, first off, I, I actually, there's a ton of emotion that's tied to it. You know, I, I worked with a guy in college. He's actually still doing games in the American League, believe it or not. I remember we were doing some college games, and we were driving back to Miami of Ohio from Lake uh, from Lake State. We were the Lake State Superior Lakers there, and uh, Lake Superior State, I should say. And I, I never forget this comment that he made to me. We were college students. He goes, "He goes, hey, you don't really have to have, be passionate about the sport at college. You just got to know what you're talking about." And I thought, man. I guarantee you people can tell whether you're passionate about it or not. And so, to me, the passion's there, but you got to have that. Especially, I mean, I guess if you're doing the national games, no. But on, on the team side, you know, right now, if uh, if you're Chip Carey or, you know, or Ricky Horton or John Rooney, you're one of those guys, or this past hockey season, Panger, J.K., myself, Joey, you're passionate. But what you're also doing is you're going into the locker room every day and you're asking some of the questions that, that you, you guys ask on the air that we discuss in these segments, and you get the player's perspective. Well, I think our job is just to bring those perspectives to the broadcast and, and not 
Our job isn't to pile on. Our job is to tell the story of the game. Because even in a losing season, you could end up seeing some great things uh, that, that end up happening, and those plays deserve the same amount of call or attention as others. So for me personally, when a season starts to go south, you focus less on, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs or this guy isn't playing as well. And you just focus more on each individual game and how things are going. Chris Kerber joining us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Kerbs shifting over to hockey and talking to, talking about playoff hockey. I asked this of Jamie because I saw the question posed on ESPN.com. Is Matthew Kachuk the best all-around player right now in the NHL? Not the best player, not the best goal scorer, not the best point, points leader, all that. The best all-around player in the NHL. Man, I'll tell you something. I, I saw that same article, and I think it's pretty doggone hard to argue with. You know, a guy that is, is sound defensively, he'll run you through the wall, he'll fight you, he'll antagonize you, um, and he can score in back-to-back 100-plus point seasons. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd have to really put some, some heavier, deeper thought into this one, but I don't think you find a player around the National Hockey League that's a better all-around player that takes all those. And even, even some of the greats, if I think of Andre Kopitar, doesn't have kind of the physical antagonist side of it. You know, you, you think of Connor McDavid, still not as good defensively as, uh, on, on that side, not as physical of a player. Um, but, yeah, a guy that can lead you through a physical playoff series – bring the team into the battle, stand up for his teammates. I mean, he's as close to the, the next generation of Jerome McGinley. I think that we've seen come along. I, I don't know that there's a better all-around player in the league than he is. No, I agree, Curves. In fact, I ingest, Anthony said, well, is there, who's close, do you think? And I said, yeah, uh, probably Brady Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. Like, he just quickly bouncing, bouncing teams around in my head and, and – the the uh, player that plays that kind of style, you you, you know what? Uh, a few years ago, Jamie Ben, you know, was was very much like that, but maybe not have, even having Matthews upside, uh, offensive upside. And Jamie Ben was a fifth round pick, but that type of player. I mean, honestly, and, and I know I just kind of pulled his name out of my head uh, just real quickly without deeper thought, but uh, it, it it the, the Jerome McGinley comparison is one that really. Um, stands out in terms of a leader on the team that'll do anything and everything that's needed in the game. And those, those players are rare. Yeah, they sure are. And, and those are some good names as far as comparables. I said that earlier to Anthony. I said if we're if we're dragging in some of the best players in our generation uh, and comparing them to, to that, that's pretty good news for, for Matthew Kachuk. But also, Kurt, oh, yeah. good news for Scott Perunovich today, getting selected for the Team USA World Championship team. Uh, you know, I, I think this is an awesome opportunity for him to continue to develop, play against some good players, and at the same time get more games under his belt. Got to keep playing. And, you know, on that European ice, how much is his skating and puck-moving ability going to go? And, and and how good is that going to look for him? But, yeah, you know, for him, who's I talked to Scott before they sent him down to Springfield and this is something he's never experienced in his career. He was never injured. You know, he was real reliable. I remember interviewing his college coach after the Blues drafted him, and, or after they signed him, rather, as he, as he was a college free agent signing. And, and, and as, they, as they ended up signing him and, uh, and, and they talked about his reliability and stuff, this is something he hasn't experienced. So for him, I think, Jamie, just, just continuing to play right now, get another month of hockey and play at that kind of level, is really good news for him. And, and 
And then, you know, going into the offseason healthy and trying to stay healthy is, is going to be the real key. We, we just haven't been able to see what or how Scott Perunovich can look on an NHL sheet of ice enough because of the injuries. Curbs, I'm sure you've been watching the playoff hockey. In fact, I know you have been. When you watch some of those teams that are at the, in the second round right now, we talked about this yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, but the question was, you know, what are you seeing from some of these teams that the Blues are missing or what they missed last year in order to make the playoffs? As you watch some of these teams, you know, not necessarily player-specific, just some of the elements that they have, what do you think the Blues can learn from watching some of these teams right now as they look to construct their roster? Uh, you know what, Jamie? I kind of I, I, I kind of think the Blues are, are like Austin Powers right now. They, they, they lost their mojo. You know? They got to they, they gotta go. And I, I don't care if it's Twins, Basil, or whatever it takes, but you got to find your mojo back. And, and what I'm seeing with these teams in these playoffs is, is swagger. His attitude. Um, it's another level of compete with every single person in the lineup. And yeah, look, I know the Rangers, the Rangers faltered in their last three games. You're going to have momentum swings and that's going to happen, but they don't even make the playoffs without some of the swagger that Jacob Truba and Chris Kreider and, and those guys brought to their lineup. So to me, to me, it's, it, it, it's a little bit of an attitude and personality that w- was really non-existent for the blues this year. And, and that personality, identity, swagger, I think is going to be very important for them to find early next year. And it, and it will start if they find some success in the win column early as well. Curbs, great stuff. Have a great rest, rest of your, your week, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Enjoy the next five days of uh, breaking down the ballpark. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Cheers. See ya. Cheers.